This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. It's good to be back with you today. I hope you're having a good day. It's a beautiful day here. The sun's shining. The birds are chirping. I'm in my home studio. I'm getting to share with you. This has got all the makings of a good day. (laughs) So thank you for joining me. And I'm really excited to share today. You know, I've been thinking about this idea about loving your neighbor. And if you didn't have a chance to listen to last week's episode, let me encourage you to go back and take a listen because it was all about how leaders love their neighbors. And I think you will find some inspiring pieces there. So please go back and take a look. But as I've been thinking about this, I'm thinking about, well, what are other ways we can love our neighbors? Well, one is how can we get involved more in the community? Because becoming a generous community or being in a community that's generous, guess what? It begins with you. It begins with me. I was watching a movie recently. If you listen to the podcast regularly, you know, I'm a movie fan. I get it. I love them. And some of them are like bubblegum that are just taste really good at the time. And there's really no, <laughs> really no health benefits to them at all. It's just sort of good. But others, sometimes I look at movies and they really strike me and they're designed and written so well. And that happened recently when I was re-watching a movie named same kind of different as me. It's by Ron Hall, and he is the author, and he's the main character in the story. Now, this is a true story, and in the story, Ron had lost track of what mattered most to him. He had a lovely wife, but their marriage was in trouble. He had two really great kids, but... (laughs) As you'll see in the movie, he wasn't the best father either. They had a beautiful house, but you know what I'm getting ready to say. It wasn't a home. And he had a really successful business as well, but even that was losing its appeal. It was all a little hollow. It turns out that Ron's wife, Debbie, she had a passion for a local homeless shelter. And that's where Debbie met a man named Denver Moore, an African-American homeless man who had a difficult past. Now, back to their marriage, even though it was in trouble, Debbie wasn't giving up, and she continued to urge Ron to come with her to the shelter, and begrudgingly, he went one day. (laughs) And as you can imagine, he was feeling sort of scared, a little vulnerable, and I'm sure way out of place. But this is where the story begins to get interesting. While volunteering, Ron and Denver strike up an unlikely friendship. And the story begins to reveal the differences, but also the similarities of these two men as only a real friendship can. And ultimately, Denver helps Ron recognize what's important in life, bringing a richness back into Ron's life that had been lost for so long. And ultimately, 
led to help saving their struggling marriage. And yes, I'm a sucker for a good story. (laughs) And that would be the perfect happy ending, but that's not where the story goes. During all this time, uh, Debbie was diagnosed with a terminal cancer and a transformed Ron winds up giving financial support, time volunteering to the homeless shelter in honor of Debbie and with Denver's friendship and wisdom, it gave Ron perspective and comfort before and after Debbie's death and they remained the best of friends. Guys, it's a great story. I didn't even begin to give it justice. So let me encourage you to watch it. Debbie had a burden for the homeless. Ron was lost. Debbie took a small step to encourage Ron. He took one step to be with her. And that's when God took a step toward both of them and changed their lives. And tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of others who now understand and help the homeless better because of their story. They impacted the community, not only through their direct actions, but then in the book and then in the movie and the ripple effects continued to go to the point where I'm sharing it with you today. What I love about helping your neighbor is that generosity and helping others, it's about imagining what could be, isn't it? I mean, sort of that vision, where are you going and then taking a small step to make it happen. That's really all they did in the story. They just took a step, a small step. Now, we live in an incredible time right now. Now, look, I know there's a lot of pain and hurt out there right now, but there's also a lot of opportunity and joy that we can find on a day-to-day basis as well. And part of that is loving others well. Now, of course, we do that through our financial resources and Giving USA consistently says that, you know, we're continually giving over $400 billion a year away. But it's not just our money. Other studies by financial firms like UBS and others talk about the trend of giving in America and how such a massive percentage of people not only give their money, but they also give of their time and volunteering. There was a Barna study a couple of years ago that really underscored this idea about the unique connection between money and time, and the results were encouraging and revealed a really cool cycle that those who give more money volunteer more often, and guess what? Those who volunteer more often give more money. That's just such a God equation, isn't it? It also showed that those who gave to their church gave more elsewhere as well. Isn't that such a cool idea or a cool stat that when giving starts in the church, giving grows in the community? And studies also show that volunteering, in addition to financial giving, Guys, people are like double the satisfaction rates of volunteering. I mean, that's not what it's about. But, you know, when you volunteer and you help others and you get that really good feeling, it's that aroma that you really can't get anywhere else. Financial giving is important. But when you give your time alongside it, the study showed that satisfaction nearly doubles. And when you volunteer with friends and family, Those who you know and love and you do life with, guys, the satisfaction goes up even 
more. Now, of course, we know that's true, right? Because Matthew 6, 21 talks about, for where your heart is, your treasure will be also. You're finding your treasure in not only your financial giving, but the time that you are giving to love others in your community. Now, I know this is not surprising you when you realize that these are deliberate steps that need to be taken. I joke with some friends of mine sometimes that, you know, I might be pretty good at what I do, like you're probably pretty good at what you do, but I have never found a way to make somebody else give of their resources, their finances, or their time. But when we can take a deliberate step in the generosity of you know, our lives and our resources to others, guys, God's inviting us into his larger story, weaving us into the fabric of his plans. Is that not cool? And I believe that an adventure always waits on the other side of your generosity. And God, yeah, he wants every follower to experience that abundance that comes from living biblically generous lives, loving each other well individually, but also in our communities. So how do you define a biblically generous life? Well, you have many of your own definitions, I'm sure, but I'll throw out three for consideration. First off, it's a life that knows God. I think it's a life that desires to make God known and a life that honors God and uses the resources according to him, his plans, and glory. I often say it's about his plans, his gifts, but it's your choice. Look, I'm sure that you are generous in some way with your time, your resources, your influence. It may be a little or a lot, but what I love about God's story is that sure, He can do a lot with a lot, but let me tell you something else. Throughout the Bible, you see time and time again where he can do a lot with a little. I know there are demands on your time and your resources, and it can be challenging to think about loving your neighbor through your community, right? Will we have enough resources, time for ourselves and our families? Can we break out of some of this, I don't know, over-programming and over-commitment? <laughs> I feel it. I know you feel it too. I'll share another statistic with you that basically just says that if you have a plan for giving not only of your financial resources, but also of your time in your community, it raises impact and giving by almost 50%. You know the need, and you also understand that generosity starts from moving in the hearts with individuals just like you. And with a step in the right direction, like Debbie to Ron and Ron to Debbie in the movie, same kind of different as me, That one step influences a friend or a family member or a coworker, and these ripple effects begin to move and communities begin to transform, all mobilizing. Because in this almost a coordinated ministry movement that can transform an entire community. 
And I believe when that happens, it will send shockwaves through eternity. So I would just leave you with this thought. Do you have a plan for using both your financial resources and your time to volunteer? Let me encourage you to make that plan. You know, do a 30-day, a 60-day, a 90-day experiment. Guys, it doesn't have to be a lot. It just has to be a step, one small step, so God can move in and through you and begin to transform the community you're in to love your neighbor well. Guys, I appreciate you being with me today, letting me share this with you. I hope it's meaningful. If you know of someone who would like it, would you share it with them? Invite them into the Change for Your Dollar community. It truly is a pleasure, and I'll look forward to being with you next time. See you later. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.